something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. It's the best bits of the week. With Morgan number two. Welcome, welcome. Happy weekend. Another Best Bits is here. And guys, round of applause. He showed up this time at his lunchbox. What up? What up? What up? I don't <laughs> that, know why. That was the main question I got was, is he going to show up? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there was no lesson to be taught. It was taught the last time we did this. And... So I only teach the lesson once, and then if I have to teach it again later, I will. But no, you know, you learned your lesson, and we're back. I learned no lesson besides that I got mad at you. There you go. <laughs> that, that, that was that's what the I learned. Lesson. That's the lesson. <laughs> no, but you did show up, and people would like to know why you did not show up. Was that because of the lesson? Yeah, the lesson. I had to teach you a lesson. I told you, you, you play with fire, you're going to get burned. And you played with fire and decided to... Uh, do a little banning on something. And so, you know what? You want to ban me? <laughs> Guess what? Can't see me because I won't be here. Okay. Well, he's here. He did do the best bits last time. He just didn't. He did a no show when we had agreed to be here before now. the show. Yeah. So we had agreed to be here at like 3.30. And I said, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> Guess what I was doing in my bed? I wasn't snoring, so I can't like I, that I can't. was like a silent. Breath yeah, I was like I can't did. really do what I was doing because I was I don't snore, so yeah, that's it. Okay, well, we do have some wild stuff that happened this week. We are so we're doing best bits a little bit differently. Lunchbox, I just share the bits up front, and then you and I just talk for a little bit. Okay, is that is I'm that so cool? confused. You, so we, do we do we do the the question one still or no? Oh yeah, this is the first one. We're in part one right now. Okay, so we do yeah, this, yeah. and then it's just done a little bit differently. Why why did you change? Just, you know, trying to keep you guys your time with me a little bit less than the hours and hours, apparently, you all have spent with me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, sure. I'm confused on, so we're not <laughs> going to talk about the bits, but we're going to talk about talking. We're going to talk about life. Okay. And then we're going to do questions, which yep. is talking about life. Yeah. Got it. You all right. Cool, it. man. So the bits this week, we had Brenda Lee in studio, which is apparently me from the future. I had no idea who that lady was. She's amazing. Like oh, you, yeah, she was great. You don't know Rocking Around the Christmas Tree? I, 
you could have paid me $10,000 to tell you who sang that. And I would have said, I have no idea. <laughs> well, she's Did not amazing. know that that's who that was. And when we were like on the schedule, it was like, Brenda Lee coming in. I'm like, is this some new artist? <laughs> and then she walked in the studio. I was like, she's definitely not new. Nope. She's been around a long time and she had a lot of stories to share. So that was an interview with her. That was Did awesome. Did she have stories? I yeah, don't remember. She was talking story. about Patsy Cline, George Jones. Oh, you were probably doing a crossword. Yeah, I guess I wasn't. I guess I missed that part. I just know she came in and she was really short and she talked about singing a song. Yeah, Where we took she... a picture together and we look alike. We did? Uh, her and I did. Oh, I was like, I didn't take a picture with her. Oh, I, all right. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I Is heard... that someone like that you knew before she walked in the yes, studio? Yes, I did. Yes, I did know who Brenda Lee was. Oh, all right. That's okay. Did, do most people know who that is? Yes. Uh, I'm going to say. If you listen to any classic country, yeah, you know who she was. Oh, so she did country music too. Yeah, rocking around was just the song that went like big, but she. You almost said viral. Well, yes, but viral wasn't big I at know. that time. Um, but she was big in classic country. Oh, I thought like she during was the Patsy Cline, George Jones, Little Richard era. I thought she just did that Christmas song. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Um, I got a text from the country artist that happened this week and I shared an update. With yeah. All of that. Um, we don't need to talk about it. No, no, we're not going to talk about it. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. I mean, okay. Uh, yeah. Your yeah, wife you know celebrated her 40th birthday. Yeah, um, she did. Happy 40th birthday to my wife. Yeah, you did not. Uh, Jelly Roll came in. What do you mean city. I didn't say happy birthday to my wife? I did say happy birthday to my no, wife. I said she celebrated her birthday and I said you did not. Uh, no, I was there with her when we celebrated, so I would say that she uh, celebrated. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Jelly Roll was in the studio, which is oh, always awesome. Always great. great. Let me tell you, he's a good, good, <laughs> good dude. Like, he, he's awesome. Like, it's crazy, crazy fun to have him in the studio. Yeah. He's a great interview and a great guy. Uh, we did a draft of bands and artists with numbers in their name, and then we got- Can I say that was a tough draft? That was a tough draft you know i got kicked out so which you were surprised by i know because you after the draft you were walking around with your freaking head held high chest puffed out going yeah yeah you guys you guys at no point in time did i ever puff out my chest yeah and you were like yeah you guys messed up not taking 1975 and I was like, who? No, I confirmed with Lauren, who's our re- resident Swifty, that she as a Swifty still likes 1975. She's like, yes, I love them. I know, because during the draft, we told you the Swifties and were going to be like, mad at what? you. And you were like, no way, Swifties love 1975 too. And yeah. I mean, we were having an argument that I had no idea about because I was like, man, does it really matter? Like, do the Swifties, No, I, I just wanted like, to confirm. This, I, no, I really thought. Does it, would the Swifties really stop listening to a band because Taylor's not dating the dude anymore? Possibly. That depending is, how how bad it is, and he, the lead singer is a bit controversial in other ways too. So that's oh why. really? Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. The more you know. The more uh, you know. We did. Can you our, play that sound effect here? I don't. I, I don't have that. Okay. Cool. <laughs> the Christmas gift exchange drawing happened, so we all found out who we are giving gifts for. Yep. I got to give one to Abby. Let me tell you, I've got some ideas, but. I don't know if I can fit him in the studio. Oh, boy. And we got a uh, an update from Arkansas Keith. He called in to share how retirement's going. So Man, that's what happened on the show this week. Yeah, you don't have a 401k, so you, you got to figure that out first. I mean, just because you don't have a 401k doesn't mean you can't retire, right? Yes, but you have to have money saved elsewhere, or you have to have investments elsewhere. 
Otherwise, what money are you going to live off of if you don't work anymore? Well, you get paid while you're chilling. Oh, no, no, no. You, you, do you think yeah, that's like, a, a, like a, a big check? Like a lot not. of companies, like um, my grandpa, he worked for Santa Fe Railroad, and then he retired, and he kept getting money. So I assume that was Santa Fe Railroad paying him, right? Probably because he had stocks and things invested in that company because the company probably gave it to him. So, yes, So do I have stock in this company? Mm, no. Oh. Not unless you did a 401k. Oh, well, I mean, I or if you negotiated it in your contract, no, yeah, I just thought maybe he got it. I don't know, whatever. You, you thought you just like got it naturally because you existed in the world. I guess because Grandpa never said anything about. The, I, I don't know. Yeah, so no, you have to have savings elsewhere than yeah. money to survive off, and like that social security check ain't, <laughs> ain't nothing. So you got to make sure you got some savings and stuff. So then, why if it on. ain't nothing? How come? I mean. Over my lifetime, I, I pay a lot to that Social Security, so and then it, it's nothing when I well, get done? each year it keeps dwindling down a little bit based on the news reports and everything that I've seen. Oh, well, that's your so, problem is watching the news. Well, I mean, you got to stay informed about especially if it involves your retirement. Ah, I'll worry about that okay. when it gets here. All right. Well, what's your? we're going to talk about holidays a little bit. What's your favorite Christmas movie to watch every year? Oh... A Christmas Story is just so good. Is that it, the one with Ralphie? Yes. Ralphie! <laughs> Ralphie! Uh, the lamp. I mean, everything about it is That's so... That's the leg lamp, too. Yeah. It's yeah. so fantastic. And I know the new generation. Oh, Elf. And yeah, Elf is really good. Elf is funny. And I thought about this the other day. Can I... Is it time to show my kids Elf? Oh, yeah. Like, I have no idea... When you know what I mean, like I want to show them Home Alone two, not Home Alone two, but also Home Alone. Yeah. But I don't know. I think you could show them all of them. But I don't know if that would scare them about the people breaking in the house and like. When did you watch Home Alone? Uh, when I was a kid. Yeah. But so, I don't know how old I was. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I probably wasn't three. But I mean, I was watching. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I definitely think you could get away with Elf. Elf would. There's nothing really super scary about Elf. Home Alone, you may have to wait a couple years that for them to actually get it. Yeah. But Elf, I think they would get. Because I was thinking about like the iron hitting that guy in the face. Like, that's funny. Like, the kids mm-hmm. would like that. But I don't. You and don't know. like Elf, would they pay attention to Elf or would they be bored? Because no, they'd love a giant elf. He's a giant elf. That's true. They, they love um, the Grinch. Oh, okay. The cartoon one or the original? Oh, yeah. The cartoon. The other one's kind of creepy. Like, you think the one with Jim Carrey is creepy? Uh, for a three-year-old, yeah, it's creepy. Oh, just because like the Grinch is like real life. Yeah, of. and it's dark, and it's just kind of... Dang, I've never thought of the Grinch creepy. That's my movie. That's the one that I always have to watch every year is the Jim Carrey, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Okay. Yeah, we watched the cartoon. We They they, they can wear the crap out of that one, though. That is good. And by the way, you were saying like this generation with Elf. Elf came out in 2003. It's 20 years old. Yeah, that's what I mean. 20-year-olds, like... That, that, what... I know. I'm just saying, like, that. it was funny how you said it, and it was like, it's been out for 20 years. Um, it's not necessarily a new movie. No, no, I didn't say new. I meant, like... This generation. I don't know that Gen X would claim that movie as their generation. I think millennials would more. Ah, I Because, I, like, The Christmas Story was made probably in the 70s. Yeah, I don't know. I'll look that one up. And I still watched it because it was on all the time. My, 1983 is when it came out. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, my father-in-law, the one he loves, is Scrooged. With, uh, like Bill Scrooged Ma- or Scrooge? 
I think it's, I don't know, check it out. It's with, <laughs> I think it's with Bill Murray, maybe. Oh, yeah, it's Scrooged. Yeah. Yeah. He, he thinks that's one of the best Christmas movies that no one talks about. Oh, interesting. I don't think I've seen it. Mm, you better check it out. 1988. The other movie that I'll watch is The Holiday. It's typically between those two, which is a like a rom-com with Cameron Diaz and... Never seen it. Jude Law. You've never seen The Holiday? No. Oh, your wife would love this movie. Oh, great. It came out in 2006. You know what's really good is Four Christmases. Four Christmases is good. Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn. Funny movie. Hey, whatever happened to Vince Vaughn? He's still acting? Uh, No, he's... You know what? I looked it up because my dad... My dad asked that exact oh, same question gosh. when we were watching Four Christmases. Like literally, I, I, first time I've thought about Vince Vaughn is because you said that. I'm like, dang, he used yeah. to be in every single movie. And Tim McGraw's in that movie and Dwight Yoakam. Wild. Dwight Yoakam's in the movie? Yeah, my dad, when we were watching, he's like, hey, that, that, that's Dwight Yoakam. And my mom's like, no way. Yeah, sure, sure enough, he's in there. Okay, but yeah, Four Christmases is a good one. I, I'll tell you what, that's a, that, that makes me laugh. Yeah, uh, that's a good one, too. I think I've only seen it once in my life. But. Okay, I'm going to watch Scrooge. You have to watch The Holiday. I think you guys would like The Holiday. It's a great uh, one. It's a classic check. for a lot of people. Let me check my calendar. Right. Oh, we're not going to be able to fit The Holiday in. I'm well, I guess I'm not watching Scrooge. Um, favorite Christmas memory growing up? Favorite Christmas memory? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I, I mean, just the there's road trips to see grandma and grandpa in chicago i mean they're just those were fantastic your parents no grandma my grandma. sorry i didn't know if you were talking about like now with the kids i'm just trying to make sure i followed no you said when i'm a kid we would drive from yeah. austin to chicago just, yeah growing and up. to see my mom's parents and that was just so awesome because you got to understand back in the day there wasn't freaking facetime where you could see grandma and grandpa. So I didn't see grandma and grandpa, but once every couple of years, mm. which is so crazy to think about. Now you just do phone. You see them all the time. I wouldn't see them for a couple of years. And so we drive up to Chicago and pulling into their little parking spot. They didn't have a driveway, but that little park and it had a little gravel and you crunch it. And it was like, you're there. And then it would snow and you'd build a snowman. And it was, those are, memories and i'm just like dang those were so fun those are really good memories and i do remember probably pretty at christmas time i do remember my dad had a stash a mustache Mm. it was a thing we were at grandma and grandpa's in chicago and he it was christmas and he shaved it and i ran upstairs and said i'm never talking to you again because i was like i'm not gonna recognize you like it was like weird like thing I'd never seen my dad without a mustache. Mm, okay, yeah. And so I I remember it clearly running upstairs to the little loft area and ah, you're, I'm never talking to you again. Bananas. I think most dads in the 90s and early 2000s had mustache because my dad did too. Yeah. And he shaved it when we were in high school and it was weird for a while. Yeah, it was so, it, as a kid I had never seen it. So I mean I may have been seven years old. Do your kids do the same thing when you shave? Because you get some gnarly beards. No, they tell me all the time, Dad, we need to shave that. It it pokes me. It oh, pokes me. They're not a fan. No, I'm not a fan either. It's just I'm lazy. Are I'm you not... gonna try and do a mustache for them like for for no, a couple years? No. No. <laughs> I don't think I could see you with a mustache. No, my mustache doesn't really grow in that well. Like it's not very evident. Like the beard can go with the mustache and it's still kind of blondish. Like it never got really crazy color yeah, you got like a tricolor beard yeah it's a weird it's a weird deal I'm, I'm, i don't know but yeah <laughs> i would never a mustache is not my my jam that's fair my so growing up uh we would always leave food out for the reindeer 
and we'd make Christmas cookies that we left out for Santa, and we'd always wake up to the reindeer eating, the food had been eaten, and the cookies were eaten, and we'd get a, a letter from Santa. Oh, that's legit. Yeah, and then we'd have, like, our stockings, and, like, that whole memory, like, it was, Santa had made Christmas so magical. Yeah. You know, like, it was just this really cool incredible every time you went to bed like you get I would never sleep Christmas Eve night because I knew it was gonna be so excited and I'd always try and catch Santa and catch the reindeer never did I always fell asleep <laughs> yeah there was one Christmas that I was so pumped I mean just I, off the wall bananas like Wah! the next morning I didn't wake up <laughs> I didn't wake up like you just like got had to be woken up is that what you're saying oh no no they took pots and pans in the room and were banging them, and I wouldn't wake up. Why? Were you just, like, passed out? I guess. I was, like, four. But I was so hyped. You know what I mean? Like, and I whoosh, way up there, and yeah. then just, Crash. I guess I just crashed, and I just could not be woken up. I was so tired. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. You know what? I'll tell you one thing. My wife, when she was a kid, she tried to catch Santa. So, hey, get this, kids. Back in the day, they had, can- like, uh camcorders you had to carry on your shoulder and film (laughs) and so her her sister and her brother set it up and put couch cushions around it and had it pointing at the christmas tree and all you got in the video was santa's white glove coming over the top and turning it off like covering the lens and turning it off that's and she was she still talks about she's like I thought I was finally going to get Santa and he outsmarted me. And I'm like, <laughs> dude knows everything. Santa is baller. That's true. And Santa's full of magic. So like you can't yeah. get anything past him. No, nothing. Nothing gets past him. So yeah, those are, I mean, Christmas memories, bubble bread is just my, that's what it, oh. Is bubble bread like monkey bread? I don't know what monkey bread is. Is it like cinnamon and uh, icing and it's kind of all mixed together and it's like you pull it apart, it's kind of sticky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's called cinnamon. Yeah, yeah. What is it called for you? Bread? Bubble bread. Bubble bread. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what you called it. Monkey bread? No. Monkey bread. We, we don't monkey around. It could be different things. No, I can't. But it's bubble bread. No, I mean, I'm saying like we could be talking about totally different meals. No, it sounds know. about the same, but we, we call it we call it bubble bread. Bubble bread. Okay. That's the real name. All you monkey bread people, change the name, bubble bread, oh, get with the times. Boy. What's different about the holidays for you now that you have kids? This is like uh, one of the listener questions that I moved into here. That you that's different that you have kids and I moved away from home. Oh, it's different now because this will be the first year that we have not traveled for Christmas. You were telling me about that. So my wife is all, I want them to wake up in their own bed sometime. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. I get it. So the Santa can come to y'all's house and have their Christmas magic at your guys' yes, house? Yes, instead of having it at grandma and grandpa's house. Um, so we'll be staying here and it's going to be crazy weird. But it's awesome. But and she's like, yeah, this is gonna, you know, we'll never travel for Christmas again. I was like, whoa, 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 girl, <laughs> you you calm down there. Like going to grandma and grandpa's for Christmas is still exciting. So you can't just say you're never gonna go anywhere for Christmas again. That's yeah. bananas. Is it hard for you? Because like the the thing that would be hard for me is like every year I'm at my parents' house. We do the same. Like we have the same traditions and everything. Like, oh, it's coming to an end. Don't you worry. But like, what isn't it hard for you to like know that like you had all these traditions and now you're having to start new traditions? Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. Like I mean, heck, the first one I ever spent like at my in laws instead of my parents was like, well, this sucks. Like, 
I mean, don't get me wrong. My in-laws are fine sometimes, but it was hard to know that man, like Christmas is usually, and because at my parents' house before kids and stuff, we had game night every Christmas Eve. So all our friends would come over, you know what I mean? And if they were, you know, married, significant others, whatever, they would bring them. This is all pre-kids, and we'd freaking game night it until freaking two in the morning. And it was all, it was a way to catch up. And, you know, like if they live out of town or whatever, and they always knew. And, I mean, Forrest would always text. We still doing game night? Game night, game night better countdown to game night. You know what I mean? So we'd get all excited for it. And now it's just like, and hey, we don't do that anymore. No and more game night. I think that's the biggest change that I've experienced is that even just like moving away, I don't, I don't go home for Thanksgiving. Like I'm not home for Thanksgiving anymore. Now it's maybe people come visit if they can. And then I get to see everybody at Christmas. Yeah. Like the changes, I think, is what's just the hardest about yeah. in general of getting older in the holidays. Yeah. I mean, there's a line I came up with that uh, the only thing that stays the same is everything changes. That was actually really profound for you. Thank you. I'm, I'm just, I'm sitting here kind of in shock. I don't know how to respond. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, uh, it's just. And I can't tell if you're also joking at the same time. No. That's the only thing that remains the same is okay. everything changes. You are right. You are right. I'm, yeah. I'm trying really hard to be serious with you right well, now. Well, why, why are you trying to be trying so hard to be serious? Because it was really profound. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> real life. Like, that's the truth. It is. But, like, it's not very often that you say something like that. And I'm not. I was not prepared. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> Thank you. I, it was really good. I'm sorry to do that to you on a Saturday morning. I mean... Dang, <laughs> laugh at my profoundness. Yeah, but yeah, hey guys, if you guys want to, you know, write. No, it was it's it's really sweet, Lunchbox. Okay, keep that in your head. And, you know, get a tattoo of it. You know, just I mean, that's just something I came up with. And it's like as is deep. It's real though. It is real. It's real, and I appreciate you saying it. Okay. Because what else stays the same? No, you're right. Uh, you're a hundred percent right. It's not that. I just. <laughs> I wasn't ready for it. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and... 
and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women. Like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, I need to ask you this from one, I'm like semi-frugal to a very frugal person. Do you stock up on things at the end of the year with all the deals going on? Like, what do you mean? Like, I'll stock up on hand soap. Sometimes I'll go buy chocolate that's only in store for now, and I'll eat it, like, for a couple months into the new year. I buy a lot of, like, makeup and hair care. Oh, no. Is there anything you have, like, multiples of it? Like, I feel like I stock up kind of like a bear hibernating. No, my wife will buy toilet paper. If she goes to the store, even though we have some and it's on sale, like if it's like, oh, $10 off, she'll buy it. But besides that, no. But like the Cyber Monday, the Black Friday, you're not like sitting there stocking up on things that you know you'll use the next year. No. Dang. Did we already have those? Oh, yeah. They have. I mean, Friday, Black Friday is after Thanksgiving. Cyber Monday Yeah, I remember when Black, Black Friday. Friday was a thing. I loved Black Friday. No, let me tell you. I camped out yeah, on Black Friday. Same. I got a TV on Black Friday. My sister and I camped out at Circuit City, South Park Meadows, like ballers. <laughs> I mean, I it was. Well, and here's the thing. It was actually cold in Austin that night. It was probably in the 30s. The wind was whipping. How, how many hours did y'all camp out for? Uh, five and a half, six hours yeah. at least. And the funny part is my sister, you know, couldn't. Like, oh, I'm so cold. I just freaking put a sleeping bag on. I went to sleep. You didn't even care. Like, like I sleep. That's something that the difference is I sleep anywhere. I'm amazing. You know, like you do fall asleep anywhere. I, I can do it. It's, it's just a talent. And I always, when people are like, Oh, I can't sleep. I struggle to sleep. I'm like, that sucks, bro. Like that's terrible. But I remember there, you know, cause they used to say, Oh, there's a limited amount of TVs. We don't know how many we have. And so I remember running, and people grabbing carts. I'm like, what are these idiots doing getting carts? You don't need a cart. 
running and they had like a set of DVDs there and I leaped over the DVDs and got to the TVs number three. <laughs> I was a third person and I was like number 30 in line, you know, so I, yeah. I passed a lot of people stopping to get carts on my carts. Ah! And then impulse buy, I bought another TV because they were so cheap. And yeah. I, was, I was like, you know what? I need one for my room. And so I bought two. And what's funny is I, this is my first house and it had like a cutout above the fireplace. Yeah. I didn't even measure it. I had no idea if the TV <laughs> was even going to fit. You just like went in like free balling it basically. I went in free balling and I just ran, grabbed it. And it fit by two inches on each side. Dang, that was luck. Uh, so lucky. I mean, I had no I had no idea this is, I, I was so just like caught up in the whole thing. And yeah, looking at the ads. To get a deal. And it was so exciting to camp out. And I remember those, and people used to go crazy, crazy. And now I'm like, man, it's so much better. People don't have to go camp out and miss Thanksgiving and, oh. You know, I never missed Thanksgiving, but I definitely did. I and I, I stayed outside of I think it was a Cabela's one year. I don't know why. There was something we were getting for my dad, like some uh like trail camera or something. And I was like, Yeah, I'll do it just for like the heck of it. Not that I really like needed to. That I wasn't buying a TV. There wasn't yeah. anything like crazy I was buying. But I just remember being as part of it and I was like, This is wild. People are nuts. I watched a lot of fights happen. Like yes. being somebody who wasn't very, I was just like, I just needed this one thing that I knew nobody was really going to go after. I got to watch everything happen, and it was nuts. I, it, it was, like, people were crazy. I do kind of wish people would get to have that experience. Like, nah. it does bum me out that, like, you know, stores are going away. I and, mean, people were storming, breaking down doors and trampling people. Like, yeah, not it, that part. But, like, I do like the, the, the community of it, of everybody, like, waiting in line to, like, get these deals. Like, I miss that community aspect. Versus now everything's online. Like, there, there's no community to that. You buy it, you're done. Yeah, I do. I don't understand the shopping. I, the shopping online, it makes everything easier, but it's not as fun. No, I still go to the mall, but like stores no, I, are closing yeah. all over the place. Like, like I, I, I think right. about like getting presents or whatever, and it's like, you can just do it online, but is it really like when you buy a present for the niece and nephew for their birthday, you just go online and send it to them. What... I used to love when grandma and grandpa would send a package for your birthday or Christmas and you would open it up and all the presents were wrapped. It was like, this is the best. And now it's just like, bro, open a box and you see what it is. You don't even wrap it. See, I with my niece and nephew, I their birthdays are in October and November. October and what? It's right near uh, mine, October 5th. Okay, yeah, my nephews are October 16th, my niece is September 21st, and then the other nephew is March 19th. Oh, I was going to say you had all fall babies, but no. Yeah. Um. So if I, there was like the first two years when they were younger I did, and now I'm like, no, I'm bringing home your birthday gifts for Christmas. You're going to open them all in front of me. Oh my gosh. And so I wrap them, so they get their birthday presents from me when I come home, and they get their Christmas gifts. Okay, that's ridiculous. But like, I want to be able. To, otherwise, I I can't wrap it you, if I. Well, actually, it. you could. Well, not there's not a lot of them that do it. No, like, no, no. You order it to your house. You wrap it. And you mail it. 
Oh yeah, that that's way too much work. It's, oh, it's a lot oh, easier if yeah, I just hey, send it to my house hey, wrap hey, and give hey, it to hey, you. Niece and nephew, you ain't worth the effort. Let me you hear you hear what she said. Morgan no, said you guys are not well, worth the effort. You weren't listening to the second part of that. Like yes, that's that's double work when I can just keep it and give it to him in person. One, but also like it sucks to watch him open gifts on Facetime. It's yeah. fun, it's fun to do it in person and like, I agree, but it's it's also weird to open a them. birthday present six months later. Oh, they don't care. They love it. They okay. get more gifts. <laughs> That's true. Like I just I just designate different wrapping. Okay. Okay. Um, I think every adult should have at least like one dish that they know how to make that they can bring to a gathering, a party, anything like that. I've noticed a lot of my friends don't have like one dish. Every time we have gatherings, they're like, Well, what should I make? What should I bring? Instead of it being like, No, I got I got this one thing that I'm really good at making. Do you have something like that? Like, do you have one dish? Like, if you were invited somewhere, you're like, I can bring this. Like, what do you like? Like, it could an, be appetizer? an appetizer. It could be an. It could be whatever. Yeah, I mean, my wife makes a good queso. See, so like you, get, queso is what you guys would always be like. Okay, we'd bring the queso. Yeah, and yeah. she she can make a good guac. Yeah. See, like you guys have your she, things. I can't like I, in the queso. I'm just like, oh yeah, will you make that? I real mean, quick? but at this point, you guys are a package deal. But. Um. Yeah. If you were to go by yourself, yeah, you don't I, have one. I don't know. I, I mean, if you, I can make it enchiladas. Yeah, okay. So you do have something. Yeah, but that takes a long time. I, well, I'm just... You got to chop is, the veggies. You got to chop this, chop that, do this, blah, 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 blah. This is my point that I think everybody should have at least one dish that they can like easily put together for a gathering. I mean, I can make SpaghettiOs. Okay, that's not... That's like pouring it out of the can. No, you got to put the Parmesan cheese and pepper in there. <laughs> Okay, no, no. Like, I'll be making something. Making something that you can bring. It can even be cookies. Like, it can be brownies. Oh, I it can't can make anything. cookies or brownies. I can't make nothing. No. Dang, so you'd be on your own. So No, I can make it. I told you I'm making enchiladas. But you just said it'd take too much time, so you probably wouldn't do it. Yeah, it takes a long time. So, maybe Third. you need to come up with, like, an easy dish. Um. Yeah, I'll work on that. But, well, but, cookies, well, you, you can get the cookies that are already pre-cut. You know what I mean? Stick them in the oven. Yeah. I mean, it's still doing something, but like it was, it was just funny. What's yours? Oh, I have like, uh, I have a I like ranch like dip. A, I got a, a black raspberry bean dip. Did you say a what dip? It's dip? a ranch. Nah, well, it's puke. Called, yeah. It's actually called like crack dip, but I call it ranch No, it's dip. called puke dip. <laughs> yeah. You don't like ranch. Go ahead. Uh, the black raspberry bean dip. What's and, in that? Uh, black beans, cream cheese, chipotle raspberry sauce, and jack cheese. And you basically uh, cook it all together. That sounds good. Oh, it's amazing. It's from my... Is that the bomb? Yeah, it's the bomb. It's from my college town. One of the restaurants made it. And somebody oh. put the recipe online. Shout out Manhattan, Manhattan Kansas. Yeah, so long saloon. Um, I got a question. Why are they called the Little Apple? Because it's Manhattan. And they're little compared to big Manhattan in New York. Oh. You just, have a, you just had a revelation, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> You're sitting there like, wait, what? But, yeah. Little Apple. Yeah, yeah, but because, it's New York City is the Big Apple. Yeah, and Manhattan is in New York City. Yeah, but... And so Manhattan in Kansas is the Little Apple. Okay, I mean, I think that's a stretch because... But it's not. They have the same name. No, but Manhattan isn't the Big Apple. <clears throat> All of it's New York part City of is, the Big and, apple. and Manhattan is in New York City. So you can be called Slice of the Apple. No, no, no. You're getting way too technical. Thank I'm just you. telling you. They're, it's the little apple. It's, they're both Manhattan. One's big, one's little. Okay. Yeah, but Manhattan's not the big apple. New York City is the big apple. So is the Bronx the big apple? 
I mean, it's it, part of New York City. It is. It's part of New York City. Like you, you don't necessarily identify places from their suburbs. It so just I so wonder, happens that for New York City, you do because it's such a massive city. But it's still New York City. Okay. Maybe I. I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking it. You are. You are. Um. So I. I need to tell you something that happened <laughs> to me, and you're definitely gonna laugh at me. I was working out at Planet Fitness. Um, yeah. And I, I was stretching, you know, getting getting going. I knocked a fire hydrant off the wall. <laughs> no, you didn't knock a fire hydrant off the wall. Yes, I did. There's no chance. I promise you I did. No, there is no chance. I promise you I did. It fell on my back and I have a bruise on my back. <laughs> See, because if you knocked a fire hydrant off the wall. Yeah. Water, sorry, sorry. Water would be spraying everywhere. Oh, you're right. What what is it? What's the portable one's called? <laughs> a fire extinguisher. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Sorry, <laughs> I for some reason thought for a second they were the same thing. I was like, yes, I did. This happened. <laughs> now that okay. is awesome. Okay, fire extinguisher. Sorry, I really thought for a second they were the same thing. <laughs> and that's why you were like, yes, I did. And I, was I was like, so no. confused. Um, yeah, fire extinguisher off the wall, and it fell on the back. Oh, that hurts. Oh, it hurts so bad. And I had to like play it off oh, <laughs> like it didn't hurt. Man. And some some very nice man who, you know, somebody's son raised him right. He's like probably 18. He came up. He's like, are you okay? And he picked up the fire extinguisher and put it back on the wall. <laughs> and I was like, so yeah, 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 So what were you I'm doing? Good. Like you were stretching and you... I swung had, your arm out how did i mean so there's like this little kind of ab area whatever where everybody stretches or does core yeah and there was only like one area to put the mat down so it was in front of the fire extinguisher i was far enough away from it i thought but when i like stood up from a stretch oh my I, like, god <laughs> oh that's so bad yeah 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 this uh, may be why i can't find like a guy in real life because i'm too clumsy because there's no, been two other instances. No, that has nothing happened. to do with that. Actually, would open the door to meet a guy because the guy so? comes over and is like, "Oh, are you okay? You know, do you need some CPR?" And then you say, "Yeah," and then boom, marriage. Well, let me tell you the two other instances that happened. I knocked over a bunch of chips on display at the grocery store on accident. Oh, my! I had my backpack on and I kind of like just turned. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know? I'm, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. You, you, okay, that happens. I like sideswiped him, so that happened. This is all the same week, by the way. And then I was at a bar, and you know how they have, like, roped-off sections? Yeah. I didn't see the rope off. And again, my backpack got caught on it, and I basically did a somersault over the rope. Pretty bad. So, you know, a collection of, of clumsy things that have happened. Yeah, I didn't realize you were that clumsy. I it's It comes in waves. Like, sometimes I'm good, and then for whatever reason, I'll have, like, a spurt. <laughs> like, I dropped my laptop the other day for no Like, don't oh. even know how. I was literally just standing there and it just fell out of my hands. Oh, I do that sometimes, like just like when I have a cup of water and I'm just in, I just go to pick it up and I just. It's like your and, motor and skills like, just stop working. How did that? Or I, I drink it and then I go to set it down and it just pops. Like it somehow squeezes out of my hand and bleh, I'm like, how does that happen? Yeah, yeah. See, that's what. Ha- it's like random. It's like I'm fine for like months and then I'll go through a spurt of. Yeah. You know, they say things happen in threes. So that's why you had your three clumsies instead of just one. Yeah, but then the laptop happens, and then now it's four. Oh, yeah, that's true. So you got two more coming. Oh, boy. Okay, we'll be right back. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots. 
the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women, like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's something that you've bought, Lunchbox, that now, like, you couldn't live your life without? Uh, I'll tell you because I, I have my two- house. <laughs> okay, like something, something like smaller than your house. The reason I'm asking this is my I my car. Ha- okay, stop doing survival things. I have a uh, litter robot and I have a vacuum robot. A what? A litter robot for my cat Hazel. It cleans itself. It's amazing. I never, I never have to like scoop litter anymore. You don't have to take the litter out. No, I just have to take the trash bag out. It's amazing. Okay, it's like, called what? Litter robot. Okay. Game changer. And then I got a vacuum robot because Hazel sheds a lot and I don't like vacuuming every single day. So I got the vacuum robot. Also changed my life. Oh, we had, man, I'm going to text my wife. We had one of those things. Zzz, it would vacuum. Yeah, the vacuum robots. Whatever happened to ours? Well, <laughs> you're asking me. Like, you think I like stole it or something? Like, we used to use it and. Did we turn it off one day and just never turn it back on? Maybe. Or maybe there's just too many kids' toys around that because it can't really. That's it, true, too. I was going to say, if you run it, 
and there's stuff everywhere. Like it could get stuck on it. It could stop working. Like there's a lot of things that could happen. You have to have it pretty clear obstructed on the floor. Huh. So that could be why. I'm going to talk to that wife and be like, yo, what happened to our vacuum robot? Why you've been, you've been vacuuming more often lately. No, I haven't been vacuuming any. Like, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I noticed that we didn't, I forgot yeah. about that thing. It's amazing. And like, it it's turn a game changer. On, it like, yeah, it's pretty loud, too. Yeah, so usually you do it when you're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, or just when you're not home. That's true, too. Dang, that's funny. And the one I have, the one that I got, because I got it on one of my Black Friday deals. Yeah. And I splurged, and I got the one that self-empties. So I don't have to do anything for, like, 30 days. It just vacuums, goes back, vacuums, goes back. But where does it empty? It has a, it literally has a little base station and it empties at the base station. It sounds like an airplane's taken off. Oh, that's pretty cool. Right? Yeah. So two robots now that I have and I've only recently and I can't live without them. Yeah, what would I could I not live without? I know you don't love technology. I was going to say I don't buy anything. I don't think you understand how cheap I am. But maybe it's like a, a I don't know, maybe it's a kitchen item. Maybe it's something you use for sports. I don't know. There's nothing in the maybe kitchen anything. that I don't I could live with. I mean a microwave Microwave's important. Yeah, you're going to have like basic survival things right now. Well, I really, if you, I mean, I don't use a channel changer. I couldn't live without that. The remote? Do you use like base, like the original remote or do you have like an Apple TV or? or no, I like use that? the, I, I have the, I don't know, basic one. It's like your old yeah. school remote basically. Yeah, yeah, but I don't have anything else. Well, that's pretty good. That no. means you could probably live off the grid. Well, you love TV. So probably not. But. Yeah, but I could, I mean, I could go out. I mean, I could live without TV, but it's tough. But yeah, there's nothing. I don't have technology that is, oh, I, you know, I got one. I got one. Oh, gosh. Is it going to be bad or dirty? No. Okay. A bidet. Oh, uh, wait, bidet? That's it. Is it bidet or bidet? Bidet, bidet. <laughs> But that would be die. Sounds like we're going to say Nava Do we do we die? Oh my God. Yeah. Now, now I really don't know what we're saying. Yeah. Okay. Um, Ray, you've had gave one of those me, for a while, Ray right? gave me one for Christmas a few years back. And my cousin Andrew and his buddies, his fraternity brothers, they would always talk. We'd, whenever we'd go party, like after they were out of college, they'd always be talking about them. Talking about, dude, it's a game changer. And my cousin Andrew's the one that got his frat brothers onto it. I was like, you guys are crazy. That is the weirdest thing. Because I'd seen them in the hotel room in Vegas. Yeah. I was like, what the heck is that? Are they weird to learn how to, like, use? No. And then you use it. <laughs> I don't want to get too in the weeds about you, this. But you I just, use like, it for the first like, time. And you are like, why did I ever waste time with toilet paper? Yeah, it's more, it's more environmentally environmentally friendly. Yeah. Right? It is. And it has to be clean, cleaner. Yeah, I just don't like, know if like, you're like, using more water. Because like when you get your hands dirty, yeah. do you just wipe them with toilet paper or do you wash them? After going to the bathroom? No, no, just in general. Oh, no, I wash them. So if you got mud on your hands, would you just use a uh, toilet paper? Or oh, would you... I see your point. No, I would wash them. Yeah, it's pretty bananas. That is a, that's a wild comparison to think about. But yeah, so that thing is, I mean, it is crazy. Do you have it on every single toilet in your house or just one? No, just one. Have you thought about putting it on all of them? No, because I have kids and they'll spray that thing all over the room. <laughs> they will Like they go in my ba the, my bathroom and they're like, Dada, what's this? I'm like, I don't know. It'll break the toilet. Don't touch it. Mm, that's how you get them not to touch and it. And so they don't touch it. 
And they're probably not in there all that often. No, exactly. Yeah. They're not really in our room that very much. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. That's that that thing is legit. Okay. That's that's a good one. I need to look at I've never I've never I don't know. They they also intimidate me a little bit. <laughs> oh, it's in hey, let me tell you, it's intimidating at first. But then it's a life changer after that. <laughs> much like the squatty potty, right? Squatty potty. Hey, squatty potty is if you don't have a squatty potty, you guys are pooping all wrong. You are pooping wrong. It's bad for you. Nobody's Get, eating breakfast. No, no. Get the squatty potty. It'll change your life. Okay. I wanted to end on this with something that uh, you and I both feel kind of similar about. You go, you go a little bit more extreme than me. But I got a, a happy holidays card left on my trash can oh. from my trash man. Here we go. Yeah. And you know, I'm just, I'm just so curious about it. Like, first of all, it, it's a name and an address. Yep. How, how do I know, for one, that it's my trash man? How do I know I'm not getting scammed and somebody just didn't walk around the neighborhood putting that on all the trash cans and it's some guy and he's going to be collecting money it's not even my trash man? Oh, good question. Right? I mean, like, everything's a scam now. How do I trust that if I were to send anything, it's actually going to the trash man? It's not like you can stop yeah. them when they come by and be like, hey, stop, stop working. We could. Yeah, but most of the time you can't catch them. I mean, they move fast and they typically come early in the morning. Yeah, that's you're you're, you're exactly right. Um, I, I don't know. You just got to trust it, I guess. I, I don't. Do you feel like we should we should tip them? You send something? Do you send something to your garbage man? Why? Why would I send him something? I don't, I'm asking. I don't know. I like you get this, so I assume. Does he do something that is above and beyond what they're supposed? to? They are doing their job. Yeah, do know. you give the guy at? Uh, McDonald's, when you go through the drive-thru, do you tip them? Well, I don't know. Have they started adding that as a line at McDonald's? I haven't been to McDonald's yes, in a while. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, well. I mean, they've asked me, do you want to leave a tip? No. Yeah. You just handed me food, you fool. Like, you're doing your job. Hey, Sonic or Taco Bell haven't done that to me yet, so. Yeah. But it, Sonic may do it on the app. I have heard people talk about it, but I think they you know, do you, if they walk it their out. dang app. I, mean, I just mean the drive-thru. Like I go, no, I always I, use drive-thrus. No, I go through the drive-thru, and this is hilarious. Are you ordering on our app today? No, I'm ordering from you because I am here. I'm not ordering through the app. I'm here to order from you. Yeah, I think everywhere has apps now. Everywhere. I mean, I can't imagine if you had an app for every place you ate, you would have to scroll 16 different screens. Oh, app, 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 app. Yeah, I feel like you only have the ones that you frequent. Or if, if you're, like, that frequent. Like, Starbucks people, I think, use the app a lot if they frequent. Yeah, Starbucks people need to get a life. <laughs> I mean, you drive by a Starbucks. In a different direction. And it's like, the line is into the street. And I'm like, guys, it is not a club. You do not need to be waiting in line that long to be getting in. Yeah, it can't be that. It's like, local. But I also know for some places, like, Starbucks is the closest coffee to a lot of things. There's, no, there's so many. No, there's not. There, there's a 7-Eleven. There's, there's something around you that has coffee that you don't need to wait in that line. But maybe it's because you and I aren't coffee drinkers. You're I, right. I don't understand. Like Duncan. Everybody tells me they used to come in. People used to come into Duncan just for the coffee. So it has to be good too. But yeah. maybe I'm wrong. Well, and that's what I'm saying is maybe the 7-Eleven coffee isn't good. But you know what? You know what is good at gas stations? Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, legit. It's always really good. Legit. Like, Quick Trip in Wichita, man. And Quick Trip is like all over Kansas. But their hot chocolate is some of the best. Yeah, hot chocolate at a gas station is mm-hmm good. Except for the, the gas station by my house. It's not good? Well, they always forget to change it out, so it's just water. 
Like they don't ever put the chocolate mix in and then they're like, oh, sorry, it's broken. I'm like, no, bro, it's just you're being lazy. Like get over here and give me some hot chocolate. Like so annoying. Yeah. Like those cold freezing days when I'd stop. I stop. Not anymore. I don't stop anymore. But I'm, I'm, man, I'm going to give they me some. They lost your business. Yeah. Too many times over. Too many times over and I'd, I'd get in there. I'm like, Dang it. I have to throw it away. You go somewhere else now? Starbucks does have good hot chocolate. No, too. they don't have good hot chocolate. I mean, I don't know that I no, wait in line for no, it. No, they're, they're, like, they're hot there. chocolate. Their hot chocolate ain't good. It's not good. <laughs> okay. It's not. Okay, well, back to my trash man. Do you think I send him money? Do you no. think it's a scam? No, it's not a scam. But don't send him money. Period. End of story. Mm. That's it. Don't send him money. Okay, well, if you are tipping your garbage people, can somebody tell me how much you're tipping? None. No, I, none. I just I like to get all perspectives. Oh, I just need to know what's going on. Who do else? You tip I'm your, do you tip? tip your mailman? Um, I've so you know what's funny is one year you know when I brought you guys all little goody goody boxes of treats I left oh some, yeah those were amazing yeah I left some for my mail person and they loved them I because I was like well they always okay. bring me because they bring me packages and stuff too do you tip your FedEx guy I don't think I have a consistent one oh I've tried to pay attention to that and I don't think I have a consistent Amazon FedEx or anything I do see people leave out like waters and stuff but yeah I don't do that yeah I haven't done that maybe I need to look into um. That. But no, but like mailman, he because that's you have a say, the same one, yeah, all the time. And so I left treats for them, and they loved it. And I did try and leave treats for my trash people one time, but like I said, sticky situation. I didn't like I left them in the mailbox. I left a note on the trash can and put them in the mailbox for them to grab because I didn't want them to throw them away or I didn't want to sit them on the trash can. And they never got them. See? So I did try something. It's nice of you. Um, but it, it didn't work out. So yeah. I, I've never tried to leave anything for anybody, so I don't have to worry about all that. That's too much of a hassle. That's true. Well, if you have, please hit me up on Instagram or something. Okay, we got to go do some listener questions. Bye. Bye-bye. The Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts the therapy for black girls podcast is your space to explore mental health personal development and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.